1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, Joanne, you tweeted, we, we spoke before about Bob and, and everything. Uh, that's quite an upsetting photograph that you tweeted. Describe what happened for me
1: for having me on again PJ uh, to, to highlight the, the crisis in the disability services um, what's happened basically I mean you, you know from the previously talking to me like, and, um, and it was you know I, I tweet about this and everything and it was on the papers as well um, that like Bob had a lot of difficulty he has autism and moderate learning disability and he had a lot of difficulty adjusting to lockdowns um, so he, he he was kind of going, he was doing relatively okay, but, it, you know, he was struggling through it. And it was actually, really, once we started to come out yeah. of lockdown, and he had another major adjustment to make. Joanne,
2: do you know what I want to try and do? Sorry, no, I want to talk to you for a minute. minutes. Sorry. Can we maybe try and tidy up that phone line a little bit? We'll try and get Let's get it back onto a regular line, I'd say, Fiona, because that's a very messy line. We'll see if we can not clean it up a a little bit. Just a couple of things to clear up here while we do that. Minister Coveney uh, is meeting EU foreign affairs ministers and is talking about Ireland increasing its funding for the war. So Ireland is going to be funding weapons and training missions while we can barely fund what we need here. Also, why are we talking about funding the war when there's no talk of peace or anything like that it doesn't make sense and it's making my blood boil right now yeah I I did see Simon Coveney talking about that earlier on I wasn't concentrating too much on what he was saying I was preparing for the program this morning but there is a thing if we are going to put more money and just just for the second before I go to Joanne we're going to throw more money into supporting Ukraine or supporting any kind of a war effort I'm sorry, I I have to draw a line here. Putting money, taxpayers' money, into the war effort. We've done enough. We've done our bit. We're a small, tiny country on the end of Europe, well, on the edge of Europe. We've done our bit, and I'm about to talk to a woman who can't get a service for her son, and I'm be talking to people who can't get classes and can't get places and can't get wheelchairs and can't get simple services and can't get therapists and just can't get stuff. And here's another one coming up now. And Simon Coveley's going spending more money on somebody else's war. It doesn't sit right with me. Uh, those are the kind of views that can get you into trouble these days, but I don't give a toss. It doesn't sit right with me. Joanne,
1: Thanks for having me on again, PJ, and for for being so patient there with Not the phone line.
2: Not at all. That's a very upsetting photograph you posted.
1: It was I'm actually in delayed shock. It was dreadfully upsetting and that's why I you know, I, I posted it too. So because I'm out of options really. And um, we like as you know, you we've been talking before about uh, the disability services and our son Bob has autism and moderate learning disability. Now there was is, there is a vast difference between where Bob was at before the lockdowns and after the lockdowns. He we'd done over 130 park runs. He was at a, at a, athletics three times a week, and he'd be taking he'd be get up in the morning to go. Yeah, he was flying, it, loving it. Now he wouldn't be very communicative, but he would be verbal. Yes, but he was in a very happy place, um, like to, to, like we'd even run now in England. And France, wow. like well able, you know, w- within the confines of the sort of diagnosis of autism, sure. you know, that sure. had a limits. Absolutely. But there are lots of all. Sure, all his services were cut. Hit him very hard. He spent like three or four weeks sitting on the sofa, following me around, going, "When is COVID over? When is COVID over?" You know, and he really like those messages, the repeat messages in the shops, like they did his head in as well, and the constant bombardment on advertising and everything. So, to cut a long story short, anyway, he was coping, but, you know, suffering, um, throughout those, that phase. Then when we got back into school and everything, and things started to open up, hmm. it was more changes again that really hit hard. And, of course, we discovered in that time, like that our services had changed. We have the progression of disability oh. model now so what happened like was that we had no services and even his records weren't transferred from Brothers of Charity to Enable who are our service providers now so all of that had to be chased up by me Mm. so then you're getting caught up in the whole services thing so anyway as things were progressing um, he clearly wasn't coping with the fact that there was now more changes again because you know things were opening up, and it was like a delayed reaction. Yeah. So he displayed some sort of a, kind of self-harming behaviour, which was banging his head and causing blood. Oh no. So we got the referrals. Can, in fairness, it was quick. We did get a referral, and I found they were very good when they came visited him in the school and the whole lot. And I have no crams with that. It seems to be isolated behaviour at that stage. We were all hoping it was. We were all hoping that with behavioral interventions and the whole lot, that we would see uh, if relieved and that he would, you know, have a return to normal. Yeah. And we got a few good months. And then the next thing, things started to turn again. And he, I suppose he became like he didn't go back to his original activities of running or park run or anything like that, which was a major turnaround for him. Yeah. He cut well, those dead.
2: Was it that he, he couldn't or he did, just didn't have any interest left?
1: I don't think he had the interest. Right. But, but he, you know, again, like it's hard to understand when somebody isn't really communicating. Um, but it was a terrible social loss to him as well as, a, as, as, well as you know, a mental health loss and, mm-hmm. and a, an exercise loss. So um, the self-harming then, it became a little bit more increased, but we still thought that we could kind of used behavioural interventions and so on and so forth and we did have behavioural interventions from Enable and psycholo- psychology as well. Um, but uh, come the summer holidays June, the end of June, start of July then this year, it escalated. Yeah. And we're talking about a person who is six foot three and nearly 20 stone trying to crash their way through windows. You know, huge force. So, what happens then is that the, the, you, you have no option then but call the emergency services, which we did, thinking that, as CAMS had told us, like that there is an emergency route to CAMS through the emergency services and AE. So, I've had the ambulance, uh, I've had the guards out, a guardy ambulance and a doctor from CUH out. Um, over the course of June, I've had them out three times. And I can guarantee you there is no course into cams through that. So that's not operating or not working or not true, one or the other.
2: When was the last time he saw somebody in cams, Joanne?
1: Uh, this time last year.
2: And he's putting his head through the door, through, through windows yes. are trying to.
1: Yes. You know, oh, no, so, well, succeeded in that photo. Sort of, yeah, that's reinforced glass, by the way.
2: In the front door? Yeah. And may I ask, is he, you say he communicates, is he verbal enough to get it across to you? What's going on for him?
1: <sighs> not really. Like, he can just burst out crying at times like that, but he did not ask, week. you know, the, I, I don't know, really. Just, like... He's seventeen years old and I thought I knew him. And I thought you know, and the same with my husband, like we thought excuse me, that we knew his his moods and that we could interpret them, but this is beyond us. And I'm like I have to say, like, we're good at this, like this is you know, we have seventeen years experience yes. of observing him. We're we're professional at this and this is beyond us. Um and so we you know, we have to reach out to the services and you know You would expect like in a functioning country of what we think or we're told is first world that you will have a service to reach out to. But the reality is that the only service that is there for us now uh, in emergency situations is the guardian, the ambulance and a doctor out from CUH. That is our service.
2: None of whom with the best will in the world can or, get a, can yeah. get inside his head and figure out
1: what's no, going on? No, no. And I, I would have to give a shout out to the Gardino and the ambulance crews and the doctors. They were amazing. Absolutely amazing. Garda, Shadid from Balancholic and John and Con, I think they're from Balancholic as well. And the ambulance crews that came out and the doctors who came out. Like, amazing people. But like, we, our situation tied them up for two hours each time over the course of June. Like, that's a lot of emergency services tied up in our situation. And surely, be to goodness, that should give somebody in the HSE pause for reflection. We're not the only people that this is happening to. No, That must give people pause for reflection as to what is going on. We need a review of what is going on in CAMS. We certainly need a review of the progression of disability services. I mean, that, that is not a progression. It is a regression. We had 15 or so years of planning for that. And I was asked some of those pla- I so were you, PJ. Yeah. And like the bitterness and the vitriol at those meetings that were levelled at anybody who raised a question mm-hmm. from anybody who raised a question, um, there was vitriol levelled at them mm-hmm. by the HSE. Well, what it was a case did. of
2: Joanne, the experience I felt was that, and this was a personal view, and I'm not taking any, uh, taking on any individual, was when you raised a question, the idea that we might have forgotten more about our children oh, than yes. anybody at the top table yes. will ever know, yes. that was resented.
1: It was, it was, and it was th- that was very palpable out there. And those meetings really brought out the dichotomy between people sitting behind desks, service providers and, you know, uh, pen-pushing bureaucrats, and the reality of both parents and uh, children or young adults or whatever uh, with disabilities um, and uh, anybody working uh, on the ground in the services that that dichotomy was very much in evidence. But they had planning, they planned it, they ran the test programs around the country um, and yet None of it worked. When it, not, there was a lot of controversy. They'll tell you what they worked, but there was a lot of undertones that they didn't work. And I, I personally met people that they didn't work. But when it came to actually progressing it through and pushing it through, what they did was they did it during lockdown. They picked a date in lockdown and they said, Having had all of the experience of the, that they had to resolve the issues that were in the system, they then yeah. decided we'll just jump over a cliff. So it was free fall.
2: Joanne, will you wait there for a second? Yep. Uh, because while yeah. I was talking to you, uh, Cora has has phoned us up. Uh, your lad is seventeen, Cora. That's
0: right, Sam um, Yeah. And you're having
2: you're having some difficulties
0: terrible difficulties really because uh, since it's just when she said his age really resounded with me because up to now when he was not the six we had services but once he hit secondary school we sent him to Deer Park and where they were very good and all of that they weren't really meeting his emotional challenges and educational challenges so we sent him across to co-foundation up to school Bernadette which have been brilliant since third third year but during lockdown and all of that, his emotional needs changed for us. You know, like that when the lady said she thought she knew her son, which we did at 17. He started getting more um, outbreaks, angry outbreaks, frustration outbreaks, and started, uh, you know, maybe self-harming a small bit. And I reached out over COVID to different services like Jigsaw and they rang my GP and um, I got onto the headway, which has to be 18, to visit them. And, you know, I mean, now we're under the Co-Foundation umbrella. I was hoping I'd reach out for their services to help me to see a psychologist. And, you know, it's all talk because when I scratch the surface, the waiting is as long as my arm and I can't get him in. Yeah. You know, and it's reversed for me to go to um, private, which I couldn't get. I get, um, I couldn't get an appointment for him until quite recently, which I got through. A friend of mine, but, you know, I rang two neuroscientists, uh, psychologists. Not, they wouldn't even put on their list just for so that I could teach him how to stop his angry outbursts and so that he wouldn't harm himself, wouldn't harm anybody. Else. He's a big boy. He's getting bigger. And there's just no help out there. And it's just, as a mom, it's just so disheartening yeah. that, you know, the services can't help our son Tara.
2: It's awful. I'm listening to the two of you there. I'm listening to you both and I'm thinking how lucky we have been with with my six foot lad who could play for Munster and he's as placid and quiet and happy as the day is long. We've been so lucky. I hear you two poor women and, 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 and you can't get a service. For your boys It's awful It's so awful It's so awful
0: It's so (laughs) awful
2: For no reason Other than time I'm gonna have to leave it Joanne and Cora Corks 96 FM Ever catch yourself Eating the same Flavorless dinner Three days in a row Dreaming of something better Well HelloFresh Is your guilt free Dream come true baby It's me Kiki Palmer